0: Welcome to Fresh
1: Off the Set. I'm Carrie Hawker-Diaz. And I'm Alora Murray. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us chat. Yes, and I'll, we
0: have a lot to say today, so this is going to be fun. We're going to be talking about some trends going on, things maybe leaving, not being trendy anymore, our latest obsessions. Okay, i want to start with Threads, the new app, new social media site. Do you know exactly what it is that you can break it down for people? So...
1: I I am on Threads. Um, we've talked about this before. I have a, a social media content consulting business on the side. So I feel like I have to stay up to date on all of these, which can be very exhausting. But Threads um, is similar to Twitter in the sense that it is very um, caption focused. Um, people will post multiple times a day. Um, I haven't seen any videos yet, which I... I, I'm kind of hoping that we stay away from videos because we seem to have lots of apps that are doing that. People are posting, you know, memes, quick little thoughts. Um, I've seen people post quotes. Like I said, it's very text-focused.
0: Okay. And can you, like, respond to someone? Yes. I have no idea how it works. Yes. So you, you can post something and can, like, you post something, can I respond to you on Yes, you can. You, you can, you okay. can um, repost something that I've done. So kind of like Twitter. Yes. It is very... Very similar to Twitter. Okay, what I'm hearing is people are really loving threads. The vibe is good, it's mm-hmm. fun. Um, is Twitter dead? What do we think? I honestly,
1: this is like a weird thing for me because truthfully, I haven't been an
0: avid user of Twitter for over a decade. I never really got into it, to tell you the truth. I have I have it for work, uh-huh. I have it for, you know, um, those purposes and I never really like understood how... I, I just didn't, maybe I'm just too old. I know Twitter well, was a thing for the young kids for a minute too. But like, I feel like there's a lot of fighting on there too. So I'm like, uh. Eh.
1: I feel like, here's my honest opinion. Um, never give anything but honesty on here. I remember when I was in college, I had a professor that was like, you will get big if you're on Twitter. And I took it very seriously. But then I was like, this is not the app for me. Because Instagram came out shortly thereafter. And I loved Instagram. I feel like I love the vibe of threads right now. I love the positivity. I love the energy. I love how excited people are. I feel like any time you have a social media platform where someone is behind a phone arguing or something negative can happen. I mean, I've seen it on Instagram. I've seen it on Facebook. I've seen it on TikTok. Yeah. I The one place I will tell you I've never seen it is Pinterest because it seems like it's a it's a very different platform.
0: I do love Pinterest. It was not around when my sister was planning her wedding but by the time I was planning mine it was and it was like a great place to go and get Mm -hmm. ideas and inspiration I feel like it's such a creative space I love Pinterest I love Pinterest
1: so uh, right now I love where threads is I absolutely do I don't know if Twitter's dead I hope that thread stays this positive because I feel like anytime a new social media thing comes out everyone's so excited and then eventually people start trolling people can become bullies and that's One of the dangers of social media out there, and it honestly makes me livid. Like nothing makes me more mad (laughs) than bullies. So I hope that thread stays this positive. But truthfully, I am very—I am a
0: tired millennial trying to keep up with social media. (laughs) There's a lot now, and we're gonna in a second we're gonna get to our opinion about how many there are and how we feel about it. But there's—I want to talk about this one. There's one called Lemon Uh Eight. So Lemon, like the fruit, the number eight, Lemon Uh Eight. And we are on it for Fresh Living if you want to follow us. Um, I'm loving Lemonade. I don't know if it has the following that they anticipated. I don't know. I'm not i am not sure. But it reminds me a little bit of Pinterest and Instagram if they had a baby. Yeah, it reminds me. It's from, and I could be
1: incorrect on this, but I believe it is from the creators of TikTok. So essentially, TikTok... Um, Their creators were like, let's create something, like you said, that's Instagram and Pinterest had a baby. I like it because it is very, it's just fun to look at. It's like Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Pinterest is really soothing to me in the sense that it's almost like a game to me. I get on and I just match pictures to my boards. It's kind of like a relaxing thing for me. I know some people were upset when Lemonade came out because they said that everyone was trying to move away from curated images And that's kind of why TikTok became so popular with Gen Z is because it, quote, didn't have to be perfect, how many saw Instagram. So some people are like, well, why do we have lemonade if we're trying to move away from curated images? And for me, I think there's a place for both. I think there's a place for these curated images, and then there's a place... To be real. And I think that just like, you know, shoving lemonade aside because you're like, oh, this is too curated, which I know a lot of people have been saying. I think it's a really fun app. And I I love it. It's very informational because every time I get on it, everything I see is like five steps, um, you know, to help you become a morning person, different things like that.
0: I really like Sometimes I want to look at a perfect picture of a Starbucks drink, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Even if it's not realistic. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this looks so good. I actually found one of my new like obsessions is my uh, Starbucks drink order, and I found it on Lemonade. There like, you go. A, there's a lot of that on there where you have like little hacks and tips and things. So I, I really I, like Lemonade. Yeah,
1: like I said, I feel like social media is interesting in the fact that we want to relate to people. You want to be relatable. If you talk to any social media expert, any influencer that has is really successful, they will be like, first step is to be relatable, and I still think you can do that with some pretty pictures, some real pictures. You know, it's mix mix and match. It doesn't have to be one or the yeah, other. Yeah,
0: you can choose what you want to do. Okay, back to the topic of, do we think there are too many apps? What yes. do you think? <laughs>
1: I just, like I said, I'm a tired millennial trying to keep up. I literally will open my phone and I check, um, I check TikTok. I check YouTube because YouTube does YouTube YouTube shorts now. Oh, see, I forget about that. So, so, and YouTube was seeing a resurgence when they started doing shorts. Mm -hmm. Then there's Instagram. There's threads. We have Lemonade. We have Pinterest. um, Twitter's still there. Be real. I've mentioned eight right there. And, oh, I forgot about, I -hmm. stopped using
0: snapchat yeah i ago. stopped yeah forever but that's ago. it's nice to have a lot of options so you can you know mm-hmm. and they're all kind of different in their own way so it's nice to have that but i mean if you i can't imagine being a brand and having i mean that's why you hire someone exactly. to because it's a full-time job when you're posting on you know because mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. has to be a little bit different you can't just like post and repost on each one no. everything has to be curated a little differently yeah. so it's it's a lot and you know don't don't expect yourself to be perfect at any of this because no. none of us are.
1: It, it is very... I look at social media manager positions now and I'm like, do you want one person to do eight things? That's crazy. And you have to, like you said, in order to be successful in all these things, you can't just repost the same thing. You have to content stack, which is something we can talk about at another date. But I hope that they all become a little more different because I feel like when TikTok came out, we were like, wow, short form videos. And then YouTube started doing short form videos And then TikTok started doing longer videos, and then Instagram started doing short-form videos, and then TikTok was like, oh, we can post pictures now. So they all are becoming more similar, Mm -hmm. but there's so many. So I truthfully miss the days when they were all so different.
0: Yeah, well, and one thing to keep in mind, it is always going to change. They're Mm -hmm. constantly evolving. So even if, like, you put pressure on yourself to figure out exactly how this one works and exactly how that one works, next week it's probably going to change. You know, so just go yeah. with the flow. As long as you're not stressing yourself out, which mm-hmm. it's easy to do, just have fun with it. Yeah,
1: I think the most important thing when it comes to social media is to remember, unless it you know it's your job, personally, you are using it to connect with people. You are using it to have fun. Mm-hmm. You are using it to research. You are using it for ideas. And once social media starts to make you feel bad, once it's started to make you feel stressed out, you can step away no matter
0: how many people you know are on it. Yep. Do it for good. Spread that good. There you go. Okay. Speaking of trending, um, we were talking about this the other day um, with the <laughs> young kids, and I... <laughs> when did I get so old? I don't know. I just woke up, I don't know, a while ago when I was old. But are purses out? Apparently. Okay. I didn't
1: know this. I... Well, because you were here the other day, we were talking about this in the office, and our intern who I would say is a Gen Z. We were talking about purses, and she was like, yeah, they're out. And I was like, well, yeah, what? Yeah, she
0: doesn't carry a purse. What am I
1: supposed, how am I supposed to carry my things?
0: So the thing is, is they carry lanyards. Like, they attach their keys, and then I don't know, do they, like, put their phone in or phone in the pocket? I don't know. But so lanyards are a thing, but purses are apparently out. And it makes sense because I think about it, and when I see the young the young kids, they don't have a lot of stuff. It's, like, very simple. Um, maybe a fanny pack, maybe. Yeah. But um, it's like a it's like the lanyard thing.
1: Because I feel like I have been seeing a lot of smaller purses being worn at like a fanny pack. Like you get a purse and you just like make the strap really really small. Yeah. But it has to be the right shape. Um, I couldn't do it because I need hand sanitizer and I need lotion and what if I need a pen. And I have my keys and I have my phone and my wallet. I just, I couldn't do it. So I I will be out. I will be an old lady forever carrying around her purse.
0: I think I threw out my shoulder the other day <laughs> with my bag. My bag is like, I look like I'm going on a weekend trip. That's my everyday purse. And I just, that's the way it is for me. So I don't. You know, sometimes if I'm going to, like, the farmer's market or doing something, like, really quick, I'll trade to, like, a little purse. Yeah. And it feels good. But then I'm like, wait, I needed this. (laughs) It's in my other purse.
1: (laughs) I have relatively – my purses are relatively small except for the one that I bring in for the show because that has – that purse holds my makeup, my makeup brushes, then my actual purse. So that one's huge.
0: (laughs) My purse is so big. If Nick needs something like chapstick or gum or something, he won't even go through it. He will be like, you know what? I need you to actually I'm going to bring it to you and I need you to actually open it and find it for me because I will get lost. And like he doesn't know what's in there. So he's like, I don't know. I'm going to put my hand in there. I don't know what's going (laughs) to grab my hand. He's like nervous to put his hands on my purse. So you have a Mary Poppins bag. Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, Carrie is practically perfect in every way. I am not. But (laughs) my purse is large and in charge, and I will have it forever. You know what? Gen Zers out there,
1: if you don't have hand sanitizer, we will. Because there will be a day when you are out to eat, (laughs) and you need hand sanitizer, and you don't have
0: it. And I'll probably have a sandwich for you, too, in my bag (laughs) if you're hungry. Carrie is like, well, why are you at a restaurant? I have this sandwich I have this avocado, so come on. A um, whole avocado. <laughs> I did want to have that. I was <laughs> going to say that. that Brooke, was too. Brooke can speak to that. She knows she found an avocado. That was first. too specific to be a <laughs> joke. It was in there. Okay, speaking of trends and things, we were talking about this earlier about mm-hmm. malls, about mm-hmm. shopping malls and like the old school nostalgia of going to a mall, shopping around, getting dropped off by your parents. Do you think malls, Are going out do you think it's not as cool as they were because I know here in Utah we have like the outdoor Uh open mall still um and then there's a couple I guess there's still fashion place that's like an enclosed one Mm -hmm. but um what's your mall experience do you love them do you miss them I love the
1: mall um we talked about this for a little bit on the show the other day and we have more time today lucky you guys listening um I feel like malls are still in. People will still go. They'll still shop. But I don't feel like it's a form of entertainment as much as people go to get what they want and leave. I don't feel like it's one of those things. When I was younger, you'd get dropped off at the mall because there was usually a movie theater there. There was the food court there. Mm-hmm. What still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Um, I don't feel like that's a thing as much with kids anymore
0: yeah it was when I was in elementary junior high I mean my parents didn't drop us off when we were kids kids but like as we got older we were dropped off I when I went to high school that is where we had lunch like we drove every day to the food court at Cottonwood Mall if you're here in Utah you were probably familiar with Cottonwood Mall and that was actually the first like closed mall built i believe it opened in 1962 i did a little research cottonwood mall um first mall in utah and maybe the second i i was trying to figure this out i was trying i need to do more research i was trying to find this but maybe the second like in the united states like it was really? one of it was like a it was one of the first
1: yeah i remember going to crossroads mall like yes. i said if you're from utah Crossroads Mall. Um, was It was essentially kind of where City Creek used to be. I remember that was like the first Nordstrom we got here. Yeah. And Crossroads, Crossroads had a Chick-fil-A. In the basement, in mm-hmm. the bottom floor. And that was like one of the only ones you could find. Yeah, and a dip and Dots. And yeah. that food court, to me, like I would go – and it has so many memories – Back to school shopping, I would go with my mm-hmm. mom to the mall. We'd back to school shop. There was a store called Limited Two, which I don't even know if it's around anymore. Limited to Mervyn's. and then we would go to the food court, get our Chick Fil A, and that's just what you did. And I, I feel like because it's so, it, it is easier to order things online. It is, especially like if they have a good return policy. I don't feel like people do that as much anymore.
0: Go actually go to yeah. the malls. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of. Well, now that we have computers and online shopping. Yeah. Yeah, it's changed a lot but I think I think that's it I think it's the nostalgia I think it's the memories with your friends if you went when you were a kid or in high school or like back to school shopping like you said with your family I have a list of of stores that may like ring a bell that you may remember okay. are you All ready right. <laughs> yeah okay uh Charlotte Roos
1: yes so our producer yes. Mackenzie worked there oh I love it and that was
0: one of her jobs when she was growing up i um, yeah. Orange Julius
1: are those not around anymore? I don't know. I, I thought that like Dairy Queen bought them or something.
0: I just remember oh, that Meghan's, was like... Megan's nodding at me. Okay. okay. That was like one that was like mm-hmm. you had to get an Orange Julius mm-hmm. when you went. Um, Woolworths. Do you remember Woolworths? I don't know what that is. It was kind of like a. I feel like like a CVS type of thing. I remember there was a photo booth in there. So like as kids, of course, you're going to go like just take all the pictures in the world in your photo I booth. I do not remember Woolworths. this. Woolworths. They had one at Cottonwood mm. Mall. Um, Annie's Pretzel. Yeah, Annie's is still
1: around. They do bite sized pretzels now. So you can get a cup with bite sized pretzels. So it's a little easier to handle as you're walking. There you go. Um,
0: Mrs. Fields Cookies.
1: Yeah, my brother hated shopping, hated it. So when we were younger, if he was with my mom and I, he was always promised a Mrs. Filtz cookies because
0: nothing could that make that would get me to go. Nothing for sure. would make
1: Chris happier than a chocolate chip cookie. And Mrs.
0: Fields. They and were like the best. There you go. I don't know if they're still they're still around. They yeah. are. Okay. I, I went, need to find one. When
1: I was in Texas and my mom and I went shopping and Chris didn't want to be there. He's like in his thirties now. He's like, I'm gonna go to Mrs. Fields. That's still a thing. I'm with Chris. <laughs> I like that.
0: I need to find me one. Okay, Benetton. I don't know. That was it a is. clothing store. I don't remember that. Uh Sam Goody. Yes. Music store. I think everyone remembers Sam Goody. Um, so Wet Seal that you mentioned earlier, before that, it was called Contempo Casuals.
1: I had no idea.
0: That was my era in high school, Contempo Casuals. That okay. was like the cool store to go. Um, American Eagle, of I, yeah, course. American Eagle's still around. And KB Toys. Do you remember KB Toys? No. I think that eventually turned into Toys R Us, possibly. But, um, okay. Those are just some fun ones. And then JCPenney. I always think like mm-hmm. in, a, in an old mall, like there's got to be a JCPenney. I can
1: smell JCPenney when you say that. Like I'm yeah. not saying it stunk. I'm just saying it had a specific smell. JCPenney and Mervin's had that specific smell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I, Mervyn's. Oh my goodness. Did you ever work <laughs> at a mall? I did. Um,
1: I worked at J Crew at Station Park. That location closed down and they replaced it with a Sephora. And I always joke, working in retail... I would say the hardest times of year were summer um, because people would, like, so many kids would come in and out because they were being dropped off. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that happens as much anymore. And then Christmas, the Christmas season, people were so, they were in the holiday spirit. They were happy, loving. And then December 26 rolled around, and it, they, it was like Grinches. It was the craziest thing. It was within a day change. Working in retail, I have some stories that I could talk about all day, but.
0: I worked at we Dippin' Dots at Fashion Place. There was like a little hut in the middle of the mall. Yes. And I I ended up eating... Sorry for whoever is... You're probably not listening the, if you own it, but we ate a lot of ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really good. We oh, like made I, all these concoctions. It was I so much fun. I love
1: that. I love that. Okay. Well, you know, for, you know, some people shopping is a hobby. Um, speaking of hobbies, I found this interesting article on how to find hobbies as an adult and actually make time for them. And I wanted... To talk about this because I literally texted Carrie the other day out of the blue. I was like, hi, I think we should start doing a hobby together, either golf or pickleball. You can choose. She
0: claims her phone died. It really did die. Because I, I never heard back. <laughs> did I still never answer you? No. Oh my gosh. Maybe I should now. My phone did die. Um I'm probably leaning more towards pickleball because it's the that's fastest a bit, growing
1: sport in America. It's a big trend, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, for those of you who are interested in finding a hobby as an adult, here are some tips to consider. First off, take stock of your free time. How much time do you actually have to devote to this? Um, for example, my, That's being
0: realistic. I like yeah. that.
1: My father-in-law um, teaches plane flying. So he flew planes in the army in Vietnam, and now he teaches students. And I told him I wanted to go flying with him, just like I wanted him And he was like, well, how much time do you have? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I do not have time to learn how to fly a plane. So think about it if, I mean, for example, horseback riding, they have that here. That's going to demand a lot more time than something like, you know, needlework or crocheting. So think Mm -hmm. about how much time you have. Um, Another thing is consider what you already like to do. So if you're not an active person or you don't like being active, then maybe, you know, pickleball or something like that isn't for you. Um, if you're someone who is really creative and really artistic, then maybe, you know, water painting or something like that is for you. Don't pick a hobby that had never interested you before and now you're an adult and you think it might. You know what I'm saying? So stay in your lane, basically. Yeah. the lane. You know, the lane of happiness. Let's mm-hmm. call it that. I like it. The lane of happiness. Um, then ref- reflect on your favorite childhood activities. Did you like being out in nature? Did you like playing sports when you were a kid? Again, did you like... Being creative. Um, did you love your easy bake oven? <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, Laura, I did.
1: So maybe baking's for you. For me, um, this is kind of an embarrassing story. But a few years ago, um, I went through my divorce, and for whatever reason, I'm just keeping it real with you guys, as I always do. I felt like I needed to spruce up my dating resume. That's not really a thing. I just felt like I needed more hobbies to be appealing. So I started horseback riding. Because I always wanted to, gave that a shot. Um, It was great fun, very expensive. (laughs) And then I took, I danced as a kid. Carrie and I have talked about this. I danced as a kid, so I decided to take professional ballroom classes. How did that go? I loved it. I was not very good. I talked to Alexis Warr about this when I interviewed her. I was not good. I cannot be loose enough to do ballroom dancing, but I had it in my mind. And this is what's embarrassing. I had it in my mind that if I took enough classes, that I would become one of the pros on Dancing with the Stars. That is what I thought. And then I would be very appealing. It's
0: never too late, Laura.
1: We had to go through a lot of (laughs) self-love and journey to where we are today. But that was my... So my hobbies are a little different now. Um, Another thing that you can do is sign up for a class. If there's a class you're interested in taking, you know whether it be an exercise class, whether it be maybe...
0: a theater class, um, a cooking class. I like that because then you have a time, you have mm-hmm. a date, you have you know you're going, you show up because there's you know mm-hmm. you're committed. I like that. Yeah. And then finally
1: enlist a friend, which if your friend's phone is on, make sure their <laughs> phone is not dead when you text or call them to enlist them in your new hobby. <laughs> you heard it here.
0: We're doing pickleball.
1: Well, we can do pickleball too, Carrie, because pickleball rackets are very cute. And the outfits are like tennis. Like, let's be cute. real. I
0: don't have to be good at it, but I could be cute, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and bouncing off of that, I found a list of ideas to maybe, like, spark your creativity. If you're right. thinking, I don't know what I want to do. I have mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. So here's a list. Um, start a garden. Okay. Get into photography. All right. Start a book club. Oh, I love that. That's a,
1: that's an easy hobby because mm-hmm.
0: someone else has already written the book. You've just got to read you it. You are reading it together. Make jewelry. Um, mm-hmm. practice yoga or meditation love that learn how to play chess that's on my list I've always I, wanted to learn how to play chess
1: I saw the queen's gambit and I watched that's a great show that whole series I figured by the end of it I would understand chess somewhat I understand no. it less
0: <laughs> from watching that show so I need to take a class that's a really good show though um, DIY furniture decor uh, learn calligraphy okay. practice journaling scrapbooking Okay. I miss the days I used to do that I, and then that kind of went out, okay. but I miss scrapbooking. That was like really calming for me. Go thrifting?
1: Okay. Love that one.
0: Take up golf. I love golf.
1: I see I I can golf. I'm not very good at it, but I just like I like being outside. So that's like a big thing for me. Is being yeah. outside and I find golf is I don't take it super seriously because it's just a hobby for me. Riding in the golf cart and chatting is really why I'm there. Um <laughs> Just keeping it honest, but we'll add pickleball to the list now.
0: We're adding pickleball. Um, Play board games, Mm -hmm. make pottery, Mm -hmm. learn to play an instrument, go bowling, or how about practice nail art? I think that would be fun. Great. Carrie, will
1: you start practicing nail art, and then you can um, do my nails. How is that? It's going to be horrible, but you know what? We'll have
0: fun doing it because that's Carrie, what it's about, Carrie's, having fun.
1: Carrie's like, "Please stop enlisting me in hobbies. My phone will be permanently dead."
0: If you I do not. We could start stop. with the nail art. Let's start with pickleball and then nail art. Let's we'll see how that goes. Um, and maybe you're obsessed with pickleball because that's kind of a thing right now. But speaking of obsessions, what is your latest obsession do you have one right now I feel like my latest
1: obsession
0: is thanks to
1: my father so he I sounded very proper when I said you that. did father. I was like my father my father thanks to my father we're getting serious um he really got into Peloton so my dad <clears throat> it's a story for another time pulled his hamstring running away from a mountain lion when he was taking my dog on a walk It's a whole thing but he—that's a story for another day. So he hasn't—he severely injured himself and couldn't run. And my dad loved running, but he couldn't do it. Um, and then he discovered um, the Peloton bike, and he was able to get that cardio in. Um, he was able to start feeling better about himself that he was able to do that and exercise. And so he bought this bike, and I—he started talking to me like these instructors were his friends, and I was like, "Dad, you are—you're out of your mind." These, and then I started using his Peloton bike. And I am obsessed. I am obsessed with the fact that they are these short workouts and you don't need the bike. You
0: can get the app. They're these short
1: workouts. And these
0: like when we say short, we're we talking like 15 minutes, 40, whatever minutes. you can do.
1: They, okay. they go from five, 10, 15, 20, like oh, most wow. of them are 30 and you can stack them for however much time you have. They have some things from yoga to biking. They even have meditation. They do weightlifting. Um, There's a treadmill app, but I tell you, some of these instructors, I want to be their best friends.
0: Well, they become stars. I mean, I see them all over TikTok, like little clips on social media. They're like superstars.
1: I like, some of them, I like, I'm like, do I, do I comment on their profiles and be like, hey, low key want to be your BFF? Like these people who are with me during the early morning workouts, I am obsessed with it. And it's, it's a good thing to be obsessed with, you know, it's keeping me healthy. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, um, my husband does it too. And so does my brother. S4 will be talking about these instructors. And I have to sit back and be like, everyone here at this table, we all have to remember that we don't know these people. <laughs> They're not, they don't know us. But we are currently that's like the workout we're obsessed with. And it's really fun for me too, because my whole family does it. It's kind of like, Hey, I took this '70s rock class today, and I think you'll really like it. Um, And then we'll do it and be like, "Oh, what was your high score? Oh, that's amazing! You beat a personal record!" Like, and it's just been kind of cheering each other on too, having that with each other. And then maybe one day, some of my favorites, my favorite Peloton instructors, will be my friends.
0: Hey, if you're listening, you come on our show. I'm um, on, Fresh Living,
1: Leanne specifically over in England. She's my fave.
0: Come on over um, to I, Utah.
1: I promise I won't text you about pickleball or golf. <laughs> <laughs> Just come and talk, chat with us. We chat with, with
0: us. any any peloton instructor. We would love to talk to you. Yes. Well, that's yeah. That's a good obsession because I feel like you're eating exercise, feeling yeah. good. That's a fun. Love one. it. What's yours, care? Um, right now, I'm I am obsessed with zombie movies. Really? Has that yes. that's just been a recent development? My husband and I have always we've like I am Legend, World War Z. Uh-huh. We 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 love like End of World. We're crazy. Right. Like just crazy about these movies. And right now, we're really into watching zombie movies and zombie series. So there's one on Netflix that we're watching right now. It's called Black Summer. Mm -hmm. It's two seasons. It came out in 2019, I believe. Um, I'm really hoping they come out with a third season. But I'm getting a little crazy into them because, like, last night after when we turned it off, I'm like, hey, Nick, do you, like, what do you think? Should we go to Home Depot and, like, get some, like, wood planks (laughs) that we could just, like, have in the basement just in case we need to like board up the windows and he's like, we have to stop watching these immediately. <laughs> but see, and I was serious. That's what's scaring me. I was like, well, you never know. <laughs> My thought process
1: follows that. And that's why I can't watch them.
0: They're so there's just so much fun. Like they're scary and they're intense. And um, I don't know. Anyway, so I don't feel like
1: you're alone in that. I feel like some people, because I remember when The Walking Dead was a huge thing, and I haven't seen that show. That's one I haven't watched. Oh, my husband will talk to me about it all the time, and he's like, "Well, you know, in Walking Dead, I'm like, I actually don't know because I avoid these things because, like you, who wanted to go to home. You're going go to go home, yeah. <laughs> so I think I mean you. You like shows like the intense. Ones I like the really intense that ones, keeps yeah. you on the edge of your seat. Yeah, like so, I'm
0: bored unless it's like there's like zombies or things happening and like really intense stuff. Um, Game of Thrones had really intense zombie scenes. Yeah. If you've seen it, you know the White Walkers, and it's crazy. It's so good. So that's what we're into, watching uh, Black Summer on Netflix, a zombie series. And hopefully I don't <laughs> end up boarding my house by this weekend. I will
1: let you guys know. <laughs> I will keep you updated. If I come to work and Carrie's cubicle has been boarded
0: up. <laughs> just, just the windows, everything's just like... Just
1: in- Carrie's like, you know what? You're all gonna laugh, but when a zombie apocalypse happens, I'm the one with a boarded up cubicle, and I'm wearing foil on my head. (laughs) Our guest may be like, "Is there someone else who could interview me?" I don't know if this happens. We'll keep you updated. (laughs) How deep into this zombie obsession, Sherry? Sherry, Carrie, kids.
0: Hey, I may turn into Sherry. Who knows? I don't know where that came from. (laughs) That's her alter her alter ego. That's my zombie to fight. Lady. The zombie apocalypse. Yeah, Sherry, sure, yeah. that <laughs> okay. We should probably wrap up. But you know what? It's been so much fun. <laughs> I I wish you all could have seen the zombie face Carrie just made. That's unfortunate that this that is just a podcast and you couldn't see that. It's time to wrap up. <laughs> Thanks, Laura. So much fun. (laughs) You're going to have to wrap it up. I'm laughing too hard. Take it away, Carrie. Thank you for listening to another episode (laughs) of Fresh Off the Set. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Congrats. You made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, You can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.